Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and The Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's Better, H-E-L-P.com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. To people that are in relationships and you're talking shit behind you know, your partner's back and things like that, it's like, remember that you're also with them. So all the crap that you're talking about them they, essentially you're talking crap about yourself because you're also right. talking all this bullshit about them, but you're also with this person. So if they're dumb, doesn't that make you an even bigger dumbass for dealing with it? All right, welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of The Coffee Breakup. Starring. Starring Christian Vera and Marvin Gerald. Hey. Uh, like this video if you haven't already. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ring the notification bell so you're up to date with all of our content. You're on the go. Listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. We're mm-hmm. on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and we got a website. Twitter, Twitter, yeah, know, we maybe. Twitter. yeah. Um, we, we do it. have a website, coffeebreakup.com. Check, Check us, us out. out. Uh, we also on Patreon. Patreon. Coffee. Patreon.com slash the coffee breakup. All of our full episodes and even moving forward, all of our episodes will be on Patreon. So as we'll we'll see by the so. time this episode comes out. Yeah, but just to give people a little bit of a heads up. <laughs> yes, a heads up. By the time, if you're seeing this now or whatever, um, all the episodes will be there on uh, on Patreon, Patreon, so you can, get can watch everything. Plus, you have different tiers. We can speak to us directly, ask us for advice, ask us questions. Yeah. Let's talk. We're building a community for people to you know help each other, so it's the best way to do so. Um, so, yeah, we're coming back to the show. We have a very special guest. Very lovely <laughs> guest. Yeah, Marian. We do. So, Marion, so please um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, what it is that you do, and then we'll kind of jump back into everything that we're talking good. about. Thank you so much for having <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. So, I am a marriage and family therapist, mental health counselor. This will be your camera if you want to speak into the camera. You can talk to that one. Yeah. Okay. So, mental health counselor. I um, have been studying this for the past couple of years. Um background is my specialties in relationships. I love relational work, whether it's relationship with self, friends, family. Um, It's fascinating to me helping people in that area. Um, I see all sorts of clients 
individual, families, uh, and couples. And Oh, and I've gotten into coaching, so I do a little bit of executive coaching. That's so cool. Relational nice. coaching, and yeah. What's your favorite kind? Do you have one out of all of those that kind of stands out to you the most that you're like, ah, this was good? Of coaching? No, no, of like the, the, the different type of, because you can do, um, you said like family, but you had also said like professional as well, right? Like when yeah. it comes to, yeah, so like is there one that you like really enjoy doing? Or couples. Really? I love seeing couples, yeah. A lot of people, it's not their favorite because you have two people in the room and you have two different heads, two mm. different perspectives. You think it changes the dynamics when they're both together? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. They need to be together. So technically right. when it's, um, whether it's, a person, a couple, or a family, the unit is the client. The unit is so the you client. Look at it but you also one. also speak to them individually as well. Like you have some sessions that's probably individual. So I would only do uh, the second, technically what's considered the second. I'll see the first session would be both of them. And then I'll have an individual session with each of them. And then moving forward, it's both of them together. So as you get enough information just up from their yeah. individual self in order I to- I want to hear both sides just a little bit, but yeah, then yeah. for the most part, it's just- Yeah, like without the both. pressure of the other partner. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And how do like those sessions go? Like how long do couples you know, usually stay with you? In yeah, is there, is there, is there is a time like frame? A, I don't want to say program, but yeah, is there like a, like a window so you see them? the well? session itself is like an hour to an hour 30, depending on what you're coming in with uh, for couples. And families, but for the most part, I would say at a minimum three months. That's what at a minimum. Three How months. often? How often you could do? Well, depending on what they're coming in with, it's once a week. Once but you could do like it. It kind of depends on where they're at because if it's hardcore, like we gotta dig, we gotta really do some heavy heavy work. I'll recommend once a week, maybe twice a week. Um, I mean, sorry twice a month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But okay. if they're coming in with like simple, it's just communication issues, you know, it's pretty light work once a couple times, once a month, maybe twice if they want to. Okay. So it really depends on the client. I've done couples therapy a couple of times. It was actually quite nice. Really? I, yeah, I was, that was actually the first type of therapy I've ever done because the person I was dating, she kind of pushed me into it. She's like, hey, we have to go. And uh, it was uh, it was interesting. It was tough because you know, like a lot of times for guys, maybe a little bit more reserved. I was like in this room with a stranger. I'm like, I don't want to really talk about how I feel. But it was actually really helpful for the relationship at the time. It didn't work out, um, obviously, but uh, it was it was still it was worth a shot. Helped was, you though. It helped me. It helped the relationship at the time. And I think uh, it was it was the best thing that I could have done at the time. I'm glad that you said that because there's a lot of people. There's a stigma. That yeah, if you're not that. married, you shouldn't be in couples therapy. I was going like, to ask like, you. you don't right, need that. Right, yeah. right. And it's like, no, that's a great investment for yourself and for your relationship. Whether you're going to be with this person for the rest of your life or not, it's you're still going to walk out of it with something great and something that is going right. to be helpful. I think it's a great platform to kind of voice some of the things that maybe otherwise you don't you don't get to yeah. get to speak about. Because then now you have somebody there who's unbiased almost I don't want to say like a referee but who kind of can navigate through some of these uncomfortable conversations and yeah. kind of open up that discussion and so I think it's really important but yeah I was going to ask you because there is this little stigma that hey you know like why would you want to go to couples therapy yeah. uh, relationships already you guys do. just started dating yeah why would you go or yeah you've been together you know, you're not married what you were saying it's yeah, like you're married. dude even couples therapy sometimes is great to go and just share the positive things that are yeah. going on in life I think it's so important to kind of Kind of sit down yeah. with somebody and kind of talk over the relationship, kind of do like a debrief almost. I think it's super important. Yeah, I think everyone thinks that relationships should just work, you know. Yeah. And then when it doesn't, they then they start fixing the problem. But it's like, you know, we probably could have done a lot of things beforehand to just avoid the problem if we were yep. able to kind of have that, mm -hmm. I guess, expertise and that help with someone who really can guide them. Yeah, to that. it's actually... Um, 
Sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's, it's fine. It's fine. You'll come back to it. Don't worry about it. Um, but I did. I did want to ask you. Maybe it'll it'll come to you. Um, when it comes to so, what are certain things that you'll you'll that are I, I want to say like your best practices or like what are things that you feel like is mandatory to go over with every single client that I have. With every single client, I know you had said like for example like attachment styles. Like is is that something that you also like right, you know right, pretty right. much present to them and say hey we need to understand this before we move forward. So kind of take us into like a little crash yeah. course of how you you deal with these clients so, and what do you what do you go over? So honestly, really important their history. Uh, both of their backgrounds, where they come from, their upbringings, how were they raised? Like you, I want to get a really good idea of how they view life, you know, and what were the things like that affected them that now they're coming into this relationship and everybody comes in with their own backpack, right? Yeah. Their own uh, life lessons, uh, maybe traumas or conflicts, whatever experiences. Mm -hmm. And now you're coming into a relationship with the other person has the same thing. And then Sometimes you'll be in a relationship. It's just like everybody emptied out their backpack and threw it on the bed. And now it's all like yeah. jumbled up. Mm. And then you come into therapy and you're like, okay, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh, Here's our problems. Yeah. We're going to need to just kind of like pull back, pull back the layers. Like, what are you coming in with? What are you coming in with? And how is, how's this been working? How have you been making it work for as long as you had have? And so attachment styles is a big thing. That's probably one of the things that, I think is groundbreaking and has changed personally my life um, as an individual. But just so attachment theory will tell you uh, how you formed bonds when you were a baby with your parents or your caregivers um, will dictate how you develop relationship bonds as you're older. OK, so there's four different attachment styles. There's a secure attachment style, which. 50% of the population is in the secure attachment really? style. Yeah. That's a lot higher than I thought. Very high. I thought it was going to be a <laughs> lot like, lower. like 20 or something, like something no. lower. Interesting. Yeah. So then there's an anxious attachment style, which about 20, 20 to 20 to 25% of the oh, population oh. falls into that. Avoidant. Avoidant, yes. Avoidant. I did my so homework. The other one, 20 to 25. And then. Wait, wait, wait. I, I know the last one. Uh, fear. Fearful. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Did so your that, homework son? You did your homework? I looked up a little bit, yeah. Right, good. So the fearful is a combination of anxious and avoidant attachment style, okay. but it's very few. It's like 5% of people are in that one. So the good thing about this is that it's not permanent. You know, we all want to eventually be at a secure attachment style, but it's fluid, like it changes. And the more you are aware of where you fall, the more you can be intentional about working towards bettering yourself and being better for the relationship that you're in. Now, secure attachment styles, these people are comfortable being vulnerable. They're not wondering whether their partner loves them or they're not insecure in their relationship. They're comfortable. They can be open. They're welcoming to their relationship. Um, they can express their needs in a positive way. They're not questioning whether their partner's cheating on them or anything like that. They're good. They're happy in their relationship. They're able, they're, they can easily uh, give love and receive love anxious attachment style so they have a negative negative view of self so in their mind they're like i'm not good enough this person's gonna leave me so i need to anxiously hang on to them and they struggle with being alone and if they're single they're not single for very long mm. they will and it's not necessarily because they have this wide social network it's just because they're very quick to move on very quick to i need to be and you grab onto else. something exactly for comfort because they find validation in their relationship. So the way that they feel good is they hold on and they hold on tight. 
And so these are the people that are kind of questioning, like, oh, I'm not good enough. Of course, he's going to cheat on me. I need to just keep them um, really close so that nothing happens and I don't get hurt. Right. But at the same time, sorry, it, it, it also I can also see how that can. Well, I guess that's the point. But because yeah. like, you don't want to let them go and you you almost want to, like, hold on to them. But right. Having that type of mentality is only going to drive the other person crazy. It's Absolutely. like I ain't doing anything. Like, yeah. Why do you think that everything I'm doing is exactly is out to get you and stuff? And so the only people, the people that if you're an anxious attachment, style, you kind of find yourself in this category. Um, you want somebody who is a secure attachment style because they're able to meet your relational needs. So they're able to say, hey, I'm I'm here for you. We're good. You're good. Um, nothing's wrong. They're able to comfort you um, and provide you that security that you need. That's somebody who's an avoidant, who's like thinks highly of themselves, but then is like not trusting of others and doesn't think that the other people are capable of meeting their needs as well as they can meet them for themselves. So they're, those are the people that are wonderful in the beginning, but then as the relationship progresses and you're trying to have serious conversations and be more vulnerable, they're like, they'll make a joke out of it or they'll just kind of like move away from vulnerability because they struggle with that. So they struggle with, they view relationship as a trap and it's like, oh my gosh, being in a relationship, it's so much commitment, so much of my life giving it up for somebody else. I'm not, no one is worth me doing that. Damn, that's so, how I used mm-hmm. to be, I think. I think, yeah. I used to be like that, heavy. And then the last one, go over the last one. And then oh, we can so fear. fearful yeah. is just a combination. That's like a double negative. It, almost, yeah, right? it's literally a double negative. I have a negative self view and I have a negative view of others. So mm. I'm not good enough and um, others aren't going to love me because I'm not good enough, but they're, I can't trust them either. But I want a relationship. It's just. Nothing <laughs> like, works. That's like a terrible way work. to go. They don't work. Exactly. That's like a terrible way to go through life. No? Oh, it's, it's horrible. Like, how, how does someone even land on that one? Like, what are some things that someone can go through to even feel they're not yeah. worth it and no one's worth it for them? To get to that point, like, you know. People that are, well, one, they struggle with them, their own self-esteem. So they have their own insecurities. But not only that, they've been betrayed or it hasn't worked out with other people. They've think about people like if, if I'm already insecure and I think badly of myself and then somebody comes along I'm in this relationship this person treats me horribly and then cheats on me I walk out with a new scar so now it's like what am I what does my where does my mind automatically go I'm not good enough they cheat on me because I'm terrible Mm -hmm. but now I can't trust people either because this is always going to happen to me Jesus that's terrible Mm -hmm. which one do you think you used to be I I mean I think I know where you are now but tell me I would hope you're you were secure I I think I'm very secure I I don't have this like I used to be very insecure and jealous and and you know fall in that category where like oh, I, I I always thought like my per- partner was doing something that she shouldn't be doing and stuff like that so but where I am now is like day and night and so I'm, yeah. I found like a really happy place and what do you think uh, your girl is she's very secure as well now when you think she was always like that apparently according to her I mean I don't know her like her, her past experiences have been that well but from what she has told me, she's always been in that position where, like, she just, you know, like, again, like, you, you, you where you are now, like, if they're going to do something, they're going to do it. Yeah. And so yeah, she. Yeah, but that's easy to understand now. Yeah, no, but she's kind of, I feel like she's had that figured out for a while. So maybe when she was younger, she was a little bit more mature, of course, like we all were. But she's not very jealous. She's she's not insecure. She's comfortable with who she is. Yeah, I think I was that. avoiding for a very long time. I think I was super avoiding. I was like, nah, fuck that. No one's good enough. Like. I know my worth, and no one can can meet can, can match me or whatever. What do you think? Uh, 
triggered that or not triggered, but what do you think kind of like amplified that even? I don't know. I don't, I think, um, I think it's just like bad relationships that I had, you know, and it's, okay. it's, it's pretty silly. Cause like I used to be the douchebag in a lot of my relationships. This is when I was a lot younger guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm an adult now, I'm mature, but, um, yeah, when I was a, a, a douchebag, yeah, whatever I do that. And then I think, ah, whatever, like it's, it's normal. No big deal. Like it's just I what I was using. Yeah, I was an, yeah, I was an asshole. And then, um, I got fucked over. And then I'm like, yeah, you know what? This isn't as fun as, as, as it is. Like it's, it sucks yeah. being on the other side. That and true. that's when I started changing. But then that's when I started being avoidant. Cause I'm like, yeah. oh, I got hurt. This sucks. And this is what I've been doing to people. Like, right. this is terrible. Until recently, I just, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm with Christina now. And, and I think she used to have somewhat of like an anxious based on what you told me. Yeah. And, but now I'm, I'm very secure. Like, no, I don't, I don't care. And I think that's another thing. I just stopped caring. Same thing. Like if something's going to happen, it's going to happen. What, why am I going to waste my time? stressing myself out over it if True. if it happens it happens like i'm, I'm just gonna go crazy over it and it's gonna happen anyways and if i chill, chill and relax it'll probably still happen so i choose to chill and relax now rather than go crazy and i think that mentality now with her now i think she's also now more secure yeah but for a while um i think that she was more on the, on the anxious side and i was more on the avoidant part and the common denominator things? between both of you guys talked about being one attachment style and then moving towards secure attachment style what changed and it was working looking in the mirror and working on self, making decisions about you personally. Mm, yeah. A lot of people are out there looking for the right person instead of being more consumed about becoming the right person. So you ultimately attract what you are. Uh, if that. you are emotionally unavailable, you are going to attract emotionally, emotionally unavailable. unavailable. And if you are working on yourself and you are moving towards secure attachment style, you're going to encourage your partner to move in that direction too because you're providing more security in the relationship so it gives them space for themselves to be more secure and grow and focus on themselves too to encourage i think it's oh, can it ever be the opposite where maybe like let's say i'm secure and let's say she's uh, anxious so can it turn me into it, it have you seen that happen so i okay. will speak from personal experience yes <laughs> oh my god so um <laughs> i think that i was in a place where oh. i was secure and then I got into a relationship where I, we were engaged and everything and it didn't work out, but he was anxious. And so that I, I, I think that I was secure, but not when it's shaky ground and the foundation's not firm. Um, insecurity with yourself. I think that's when things can change, because I think that my ground, even though I could look back and be like, no, I think I was in a secure place. It wasn't that firm of a steady yeah, foundation. foundation. So yeah. his anxious attachment style kind of made me more anxious. And then I became more insecure. Interesting. And then after the relationship, I actually ended up being emotionally unavailable and without even knowing it for a really long time. And I was avoiding attachment style. Interesting. And so now we've been doing the work. I've personally been doing the work of moving towards secure attachment style. Nice. So things can change, even with a person who is a therapist. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, you see. Yeah, you guys are people too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think all it takes is like a little bit of a crack. And then things doubt seeps through or insecurities mm -hmm. or jealousy or, you know, and it, you feed off of each other, you know, I think the, the reason why you're in such a good place is because Christina's in such a good place. It helps. And, yeah, yeah. And of course. And same thing with me, like, and, and, and my partner, Claudia, she's amazing. And, um, you know, we do like a premarital course and, uh, that got, we got sponsored by Dr. Hasty. Shout out to Hasty. He's doing it too. Dr. Hasty. Yeah. And we, we had him today and, uh, and, and we were doing like a psych psychological um, evaluation, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, and it was like, we were like matching and it was just, and the, you know, he was like, oh, you guys have such a strong and, and good foundation. Obviously it doesn't mean that we're going to 
and everything is perfect or, you know, whatever. But it's just a good indicator that you guys are, have worked very, very hard, you know, well to get to the point where you are now yeah. and such a, you know, great uh, progress. I want to ask you a question. When you did the attachment styles with Hasty, um, did he also send you a video to watch like yeah. an hour long? No. An attachment No? Style. Yeah, it was about no. attachment styles. Was it like Last a TED Talk? It, it was something like an old school TED Talk. Oh, no. Oh, no, I know what you're talking Maybe about. No, you're because ahead. it was with Gottman. That's yeah. his name, right? So, John Gottman, yeah. John Gottman. Yeah, I saw You didn't see it was about attachment styles. I forgot it. No, it was a while, but it was like a few weeks back. But that's when the name started clicking because you had sent me and I was yes. like, I've seen this guy before. Yeah. And it was a video with Heasy. It was like an hour long. I watched it with, with Christina, but it was about attachment styles as well as um, upbringing and like how that impacts yeah. also like the, the maybe attachment that, styles. Maybe that's going to be next for us. No, no way are we that ahead of you. But regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, it just kind of gives you like a strong indicator. Like you have to, if your partner's not in a good, in good position or... If you are, you're going to attract that, which, which is what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of friends who they're like, hey, I can't find a good person. I can't find a good girlfriend. All the good girls are the same. And it's like, what do you look at, look look within? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know a lot of friends who are like, man, like, if I was a good woman, I wouldn't be gravitated towards you. Right. I would be exactly. running away from you. Yeah. And so for me, now the person that I'm with, I didn't look for her. I was working on myself. And you know this. Like, I've worked so hard to become, like, a better person. And then it kind of just the right people will gravitate towards yep. you because they see what you're doing. They want to be around you. And I think that's kind of also maybe you and, and you and Christina kind of, kind of. Came together. <laughs> Came together. Yeah, no, I mean, no, we, uh, man, it was, I mean, I guess, I mean, ultimately it's, I just, uh, I mean, we have history. So, I mean, I've known her since kindergarten. No big deal. Stop. But like, no, we, we kind of went our separate ways. I mean, she went to different schools, kindergarten, like whatever. Um, but then we kind of rekindled. But I always had somewhat of a little crush on her, especially since kindergarten. Was, since was kindergarten? Cute, yeah, a cute little five-year-old. I was a five-year-old. We both thought we were cute. Um, <laughs> so whatever. No, um, uh, I had a little, like a very little crush on her. And then we had split. You know, she went to a different school. I went to a different school. Then in college, we reconnected. We tried, but it was college. Like yeah. everyone was all over the place. But then we kind of came back. But when we cho- when we chose to come back, um, I kind of noticed that she did have some sort of a, an, an anxious attachment style because she had just got out of a relationship. And mm-hmm. I was like, pause. Like, there's no way I'm going to start, start dating. Like, you broke up with this guy a couple, couple weeks, a couple months ago. And um, so we were just hanging out. We were talking. We are getting to know each other. Kind of rekindling, but, like, taking it very slow mm-hmm. to make sure that we were, well, at least I was secure by then, yeah. um, but to make sure that she was secure. And I think over time... Um, she's st- like, I guess she started feeding off of that type of energy that I had yeah. because I, she started seeing it. It's like, why are you tripping? Like, why are you going crazy? There's no reason. Like if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Like, why are you going to go crazy worrying about like, no, it is what it is. And I think with, but that's a sort of mentality. It's just allowed to be like, Hey, like we just enjoy our company and like, we're, we're very trusting. It's like, yeah, do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. And if I don't respond for hours, she, like, she knows that I'm busy. Like I, I just, and I also have zero intention of like doing anything. Like I don't care. I really do love her. Um, and, and I want to continue being with her. So I know that that's the other side where you also have to put in the work on your end because yeah. you can say all these things, but then what actions are you doing? Which I think we even said it before. You can, yeah, yeah. you can say something, but then it's like, what's the actual, you know, the, the motive behind it. And that's what it right. is. So I guess with that mentality, you know, it kind of yeah. helps. And they say that there's not really, there's no relationship problems. There's individual problems mm. in the context of a relationship because people bring different things out of you. And that's why it's so important. Hey, work on yourself. Like, make sure you're good. Not just because you're going to attract the right person, but because you're going to need that. Like, 
when you're in marriage, marriage is a really long time yeah. to be with yeah. one person. The idea, Scary. fantastic, <laughs> you know, but there's so many realities to marriage that we kind of need to take into consideration. Like, hey, you're going to get into arguments like you're going to want to. Cut each other. Life happens. Exactly. Like you don't know what's going to come to you. If you are in a place that's just, you can't sustain a relationship because you are so consumed with your own uh, thoughts about yourself. Like you're not being good enough or your anxieties, depression, everything, all these things can people deal with and they're normal, a normal part of life. If you don't take care of yourself first, you're not going to be able to properly love another person. And then even further along you want to have a family one day how is how are you going to be able to sustain the relationships with the other people around you if you can't sustain your own relationship with yourself i love that very powerful so how do you um what's what would be like the first step because you're saying a lot like oh you need to start with yourself and you start with yourself what's like the initial concept so let's say that i was your client you said okay well now we're going to start with yourself what do you do what do you tell them well, I'd probably start with where are you at with yourself? Like where are you at in life? Like career, financially, um, relation, relationally, like what does your relationship with your parents look like? Do you have siblings, like your friends? Do you have a solid group of people that you could do life with? Um, what do you believe in? How do you, what do you do with your money? Do, yeah. do, you, have, do you have a checkings account? Do you have savings yeah, account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you have a job? How do you see your life? How, what are you working towards? Um, I'd probably start with And what are you looking for? Like, what are some sort of triggers that you can say, well, okay, well, now I know that this is the direction, right? Is there something that kind of sticks out to you? You say, okay, well, now. Right. I'd probably say, where are they stuck? Okay. Mentally, emotionally, relationally, uh, career, financially. And then I'd probably dig into those areas. And not only where are they stuck, but where do they want to be? And what's the gap? So what's mm-hmm. missing? And what's the reason that they're stuck too? Exactly. Because it can probably be something else mm-hmm. that's tying into it when it's, it may not even, like my job, it may not even be my job. It might be something completely different that's exactly. impacting. And yeah. usually people will walk in with one thing like, oh, this is the problem. And it's like, that is not the right. problem at all. It goes right. so much deeper and so much like wider than what you think is the actual problem. So it takes time. Yeah, it could just even be just a symptom, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to like, a lot of times dig deep below yeah. the surface and that might take a little bit it does take time yeah. uh, well, i want to talk about uh because you had mentioned gottman no you get you got to say it for me gottman so gottman. john gottman john and gottman. the four horsemen of the apocalypse yes, yes. <laughs> so this is fun stuff just because these are the best predictors for relationship failure so john gottman and his wife julie gottman they came up with this form of doing couples therapy Called the Gottman Method. And what they did was they, uh, it's research-based, so they got about 3,000 couples and followed their behaviors, followed yeah. them for about, uh, it was a couple decades. I want to say it was like 40 years yeah. that they kept up with all these couples. And so the f- original experiment was they put them in this kind of, think of it like a hotel where they put them in different rooms and they monitored uh, their interactions, but also what was happening like physiologically. Okay, so how were they reacting? Like what was making them tick? What was getting them like angry and fired up in their in their. And then, yeah, they would read like the actual like. Exactly. uh Exactly. So what chemicals? Exactly. So what came out of it were these four types of communication that were really destructive and they could easily predict like nine out of 10 uh, couples, which one was going to make it and which one wasn't. 
And so the four different uh, things were contempt, criticism, defensiveness, and stonewalling. Mm. So criticism is basically when you're attacking the person's character. Um, Think of it's not you're not talking about the behavior. You're attacking the person instead of what they're doing. So if you're doing something to upset me, you'd be like, oh, um, sorry. Pause. You got an example there? Yes, I do have an you example. Write it down. What is it? Okay, you're so I selfish. Silly. But you're so selfish uh, because you cooked and you didn't make me a plate. Mm. And it's not, what am I upset about? It's that you didn't make me a plate, but I don't need to say you're so selfish. What? How, what so what's the antidote? Instead of criticizing, to be like, you not making me a plate made me feel like you didn't care about me. You didn't take me into consideration. Okay, so... That's a better way of expressing needs. Mm, At the end of the yeah. day, conflict is conflict. You're going to have it. It's how you deal with the conflict that is going to be the biggest indicator of whether you're going to make it or not. Yeah, instead of pointing the finger, it's almost like, hey, I felt this way when you did yeah. this rather than Using you eye. did this and exactly. I'm annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And so uh, contempt. Contempt is um, sneering at a person like uh, righteous indignation. So it's like pride. Um, you're looking at the person and you're like, um, yeah, take it, take it, take it, take it. Got notes. <laughs> I'm going to use these notes because they're good. Do it, do it, do it. So you're expressing superiority. So sarcastic remarks, um, eye rolling, cynicism. So it looks like you're, you're such an idiot. <laughs> of course you would do that because you're so dumb. You never Dumbass. think. Oh man, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's not a. Good You're word. so stupid. I can't believe you you fucking let that happen. Exactly, mm-hmm. and these sound a little. <laughs> it sounds like oh my god, it's kind of mean, but they actually really common. Like I think of like when you talk to your friends, like sometimes you can just even talk like that. So it's easy for that to like bleed into your relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I have an example um, with Christina. The other day, she she uh, she didn't put a PP pad down for the dog, <laughs> and the dog shit all over the place. But instead of me being like, "Yo, are you retarded?" That's a bad word. We don't use those, but that's why we're telling you not to use those words. Yeah. And you know what I said instead? I'm like, listen, Christina, let's talk about this because it's not the first time it's happened. Okay. I understand, you know, you're busy. It happens. And I wish I could be here. I'm working nine to five. If only I could be here to help you out. But you also have to remember that when you're gone, if she were to poop, we need somewhere that she poops on. That's why we got to remember. And I know that you're busy as well, but we got to make sure we put the pee pee pad down. Yeah. She's like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's not a big deal. You just got to make sure because if not, there's going to be shit all over the fucking floors. And then she was like, oh, I know. But I could have easily been like, are you dumb? Yeah. How many times have she shit on the floor? You know, you know you have to put that. But I didn't. I handled it in a very mature manner. You tell me, did I do a good job? No, you did a great job. So the antidote very is well. actually building a culture of appreciation and respect. Respect. Um, respect is hard to come by, especially in relationships. And I think like, I am Hispanic, so I could say this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's disrespect runs rampant. I don't know why, but I think Hispanic culture, you're so like um comfortable with each other. Mm. And you're so you could be so enmeshed that it's just like I'm so comfortable with you that I could tell you whatever I want to your face. Yeah. I could say it however I feel like it. Um, and it is what it is. I'm not worrying about like no, crossing that's boundary lines that's or anything like that. So it's almost when I went to when I went to Spain um, in Madrid. I'm sure they're all the people in Madrid. They're probably super nice people. But the way that they talk amongst each other, they look like they're just fighting all the time. Like they look at each other like. Like a mean. Like annoyed. Like you ask them like, oh, can I get this? And they're like, like, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean any inconvenience, but it's just like that. It's like, oh, can I get the the check already? And like if a a Spanish person would be like, 
there you go. And they just walk away. But that's normal. And then you get, they're like, oh, yeah, they pay and they leave. And that's normal for them. Different was, culture, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, yeah, you know? I can see that. Because me, but, I'm always like, oh, yes, can I help you? Of course. But they're just like, all right, here you go. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen that. That's so the culture, yeah, it's a culture you know, So I guess that kind of affects relationships too. No, yeah. And I think it's counterculture to build a culture of appreciation because you don't, yeah. respect is hard to come by, but so is honor. You know, like you don't really, it's not super common when you're hearing couples argue or you're he hearing couples talk about their partner. If they're upset, they're not watching the way they talk about yeah. their partner. It's like, oh, he's terrible. He never does this. Da, 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 da. So flipping that and building a culture of, hey, I'm going to honor this person because I love them and I respect them. So I'm not going to talk bad about them even when I'm upset. So putting in these practices and also not just when you're talking about them to other people, but when you're talking them to directly, like you're going to move away from criticizing, holding the things against them. And you're going to be more focused on not destroying them and honoring them when you talk to them. And when you express like what your issues are with them. Yeah. I can never understand how people, they talk crap about their partners. Now, now never. looking back at it now, it just doesn't make it, it doesn't make sense because it's like if this is the person that you are choosing to be with, why would you want to now talk smack or like talk behind their back or even directly to them? Like, there's a reason why you chose this person. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to like celebrate them and like show them off? You know what I mean? It took me a while to understand that, but now that I'm thinking about it, like to, to people that are in relationships and you're talking shit behind you know, your partner's back and things like that, it's like. Remember that you're also with them. So all the crap right. that you're talking about them, they, essentially you're talking crap about yourself because you're also right. talking all this bullshit about them, but you're also with this person. So if they're dumb, doesn't that make you an even bigger dumbass for dealing with it? But it's also like not even just talking bad about them, but it's like they're fighting and they're cursing at each other or they're mm. saying things. I mean, you see it all the time. Or like, why well, you're always so stupid? You always do this shit, this and this. Like just kind of tearing people yeah. down. Like right. that's yeah. such a common thing that... Like, it's almost like normal. Like, oh, you're exactly. a fucking idiot. Why would you talk to your partner like that? Like, that's so... You like being spoken to like that? Like, you like it when they exactly. talk to you like would that? You be okay? How would you feel? Or if somebody talked to your mom or like that, or your dad, or whoever. Hey, or, or, your, girl, your sister. Or, yeah. or what this, that, what, that post that went super viral for us. Like, oh, one day you're going to have a daughter. You want some dude to be talking to your daughter that way? Yeah. Right. And yeah. Every, every guy would have, no, 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 I would never. Of course then not. I'd whoop his ass. All right, so then why don't you start with yourself? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's such a detrimental way to kind of go mm. through relationships. And so I can kind of like chip away from the foundation. Right, I got yeah. fired up. And it goes, that. no, it goes back to self-control, with, which goes back to starts with self. That's you. Like if you're not working on yourself, if you're not developing self-control on your own, don't expect for that to grow when you're with somebody. Right. Because it doesn't work like that. Yeah. yeah. No, and so... The next one is defensiveness, which is basically blaming the other person. Like, it's not my fault taking no responsibility. So, oh, it's not my fault. We're always late. Like, you just didn't tell me on time mm. to get ready. Yeah. Yeah, take responsibility. <laughs> exactly. Take, take responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. So that's the antidote. I think that's so important. Like, sometimes you just got to be like, you know, like, I fuck, like, even now, like me, like, in my relationship, like, a lot of times it's like, yeah, like, I fucked up. Or we... I was driving and I go, I know the route and I go the wrong way and we and add 20 minutes to the journey. And she, my girl's like, she doesn't even, she won't say it. And I'm like, I know I fucked up. <laughs> That's mature of you though. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, Fuck. but I know it. I'm like, she's thinking I gotta say it. <laughs> I got fucked up. 
<laughs> but how would you feel if she told you like you fucked up? Would you feel? Would you be upset? Or would you say I know already? Because she wouldn't say it in a demeaning way. She was like, babe, you know, like maybe next time we should leave earlier or maybe next time follow the GPS. She's, my girlfriend is so sweet. She would not be like, oh, you fucked up. She'd be like, oh, you know, babe, maybe, maybe next time follow the GPS or whatever. But me in the moment, I'd probably be like, fuck. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I know where I'm going. <laughs> I know I don't need this fucking GPS. But no, you're right. You know, like take take accountability. It's okay. To, and then when you do she, she would always be like, oh, it's no problem, babe. Don't worry about it. She's always like that. She's, I don't, she doesn't really get mad. Weird, <laughs> like I fuck up. And like it's okay. Really man. kind. Like, she's so kind. I'm like, dude, like, I would have been. <laughs> but then, does it also help you also be a little bit more kind? Yeah. Well, I, I'm. A, I'm. I think I'm. I mean, I'm kind. I can be a little bit temperamental, but I'm. I'm a nice you guy. Is that what? A what? Temperamental. Is that a little bit? A little bit or a lot. Yeah, I have my moments. <laughs> I'm a passionate guy, but <laughs> but, but uh, I I think I'm a sweetheart. I, I try to be, but yeah, I have my I have my moments. But with her, like. You know, sometimes I have to take myself back and okay, let me. I need a minute. Some that's how I am. Sometimes I could like I, I pull aside. I'm like, you know yeah. what? I just need a minute. Because sometimes you know, like you know, emotions run high. So I, instead right. of saying something that I might later regret, I'm very big on like, you know what? I'll I'll take my time or I'll, we'll talk about it later. You know, that's kind of where yeah. I am right now because that's it helps me. And that's actually a really good practice because the last one is stonewalling, and that's when somebody yeah. shuts down. So I don't want to hear it anymore. You just get silent, and it's like I'm not even. It used to be me talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about. I, it. I would just shut down and yep. like, yo, I can't, I, you know, I can't deal with this forever. Exactly, not forever, but like for considerable time. You know? Yeah, and you then, just wouldn't come back to it. Like you yes. don't spend like days and let it kind of like bubble, bubble, and bubble. The bubble, thing and is, like, it's like I wouldn't say it, like, like because we've had this discussion with some people. Like, it's one thing you say, hey, listen, I just need a little bit. Can you give me some time? You communicate that to your partner. They can be like, okay, you know, I'll give you exactly. Some time. But it's another thing to just not even say anything. Just that's what I'm asking. And that's that's where I have been where, mm. not right now, mm. but if I need time now, I will address it. But hey, baby, you know, I just need a couple of minutes. She'll understand. Yeah. But there was times in the past where I would just not say anything. Yep. And then she, like, and then they try to read my mind. Like, are you upset? Do you need anything? What can I do? And it's like, the, bit, the easiest thing for you, for me to do is just to communicate that I just need some time right now. You <laughs> can't do anything. But it's not on you. It's on me to communicate that. Yeah, so that's, that's important. That's how you fix it, right? right. Like you'll, you could say, okay, we're going to come back to this. But the important, like I just need some time to just take a breather. I don't want to explode on you. Um, give me a couple minutes. Give me like 20 minutes. But we have to come back. You can't just leave it like, oh, we'll just it'll get open. over it. Well, it'll, it'll, it'll just ignore it. Alessia, exactly. remember we've had that conversation where it's oh, like, Alessia. remember Alessia, oh, yes. where it's like, okay, where the boundaries one person wants to really talk about it the other person well you know what i can't talk about it right now so where do you set that remember it where you set the line it's like exactly well, you have to meet somewhere you know yeah i get that you need your time but i also do want to speak about this i'll give you your time but i do need some sort of deadline to know that we need to we come back to, that. Yeah. back to that and not just pretend like it never happened because right. then that not like shrugging it under the rug is also not healthy right I mean, no absolutely I not that. like there's and and it's sometimes it's it's really common there there are people that will just kind of, it's more comfortable not to talk about it. Yeah. Just give me a couple of days. I'll get over it and think about it. I mean, in a couple of days, things can happen. You really do can, you forget things and you don't address what the actual issue is. And so what keeps happening, it's just, you get into this cycle mm. where it just keeps happening again and again. And so it becomes this vicious little cycle where it's like, okay, we'll argue, won't talk about anything, won't address anything, won't deal with anything. In a couple of days, we'll get over it. And then- We'll go like that. And like that, years can pass. But what happens when you're doing that? 
things are bubbling up inside and it's only a matter of time before one of you explodes and says gets to their limit and says I can't do this anymore and the relationship wasn't the problem you not dealing with the conflict appropriately was the problem it's, it seems so simple mm-hmm. you know it really is so simple but yet so difficult I think ego is a big deal right right yeah but they don't want to accept that or they don't want to have to feel yeah the possibility of feeling weak or having to feel uncomfortable yeah you know I like how I feel right now um I'd rather just not talk about it because then I know that I have to have an uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. but um the way that I see it now as would you rather because I feel like it, there's a lot of things that are inevitable you know, eventually you need to talk about something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you choose not to do it today, um, when the conflict happens and you choose to wait, how long are you going to wait for? Right. Because it's only going to continue bubbling. Yep. And eventually you're going to have a conversation when you explode, when yeah. you could have just had a conversation now. Exactly. So I think it's it, the inevitable is we need to have a conversation. Yeah. But do we want to do it now when it's an easy, an easy issue to solve? Mm-hmm. Or am I just going to put it aside because I don't want to deal with that uncomfortableness yeah. and now have to deal with the most uncomfortable situation of having to fight? And now I'm thinking, almost like you said, a cycle, it bubbles up, bubbles up, bubbles up, explodes. That's another problem. Yeah. And that will never get addressed either. Yeah. So think of all the all the little issues that you choose not to address, you yeah. choose not to talk about with your partner, bubbles up, bubbles up, it explodes, right? Everything that you've been brushing under the rug now comes out to fruition, everybody sees it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're still not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like we just had a huge fight about everything that we never talked about and now we're still not going to talk about that. Yeah. It's you all, imagine that? That's frustrating. But, but it has yeah, to happen, yeah. especially if people never want to face it. No, you got you to gotta tackle it head on. And with the right person, if you're with the right conversation, like communication strategies, you can tackle these things that yeah. are, for other couples will probably be a big step for you. So if you're in a healthy relationship with the right person and, and you guys are communicating effortlessly, even bigger issues could be dealt with if you deal with them head on. That's that's what I'm thinking. Absolutely. You know? um, so super important. Yeah, yeah, but it also has to start with yourself. No, you it, is, yeah. it always starts with yourself. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It's crazy you said that 50% of people are are more on the secure attachment yeah. style. When, I don't know, man, I kind of want to, I mean, well, that's data, that's facts, that's data, I guess. But the way I see yeah, it, like, it, it just seems, yeah, I know, question <laughs> numbers. No, because like the anxious kind of feels like that one, it just kind of makes more sense that that one would be like the common one. You would think just because, well, I don't know, maybe that's a part of experience, but think about it. I mean, 50% are secure, but then the other 45%, well, the other 50% are half split between anxious avoidant and then a combination of both. Mm. So it really is like, yeah, Do you feel like kind may- of half. Where is this data coming from? Because maybe those that number, like uh, people want to believe that there's something that they're not. How do they determine those numbers? Well, they do it through research. So it's a oh, lot of so different things. Like, okay. yeah. I thought they, so just, take- I thought they maybe to ask people on the street, like, hey. No. no. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, no, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sorry. But it was legit numbers. Okay. Well, no, believe it. <laughs> they're legit numbers. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like, back to the pride thing. That is something that's just in our nature, right? And even with the defensiveness, like acknowledging that you have responsibility and why the other person is upset or if that you're contributing to a problem, that's big and that's that's very hard to do because why? I don't want to feel like I'm wrong. I don't want to feel like I'm less than. I don't want to right. give you that satisfaction. I so dumb. Which is dumb and it deteriorates relationship. But like you were saying, if you deal with the conflict now, you're going to save yourself conflict in the future. And 
a lot of people think that, oh, the couples that make it are the ones that don't fight. That's uh, nothing yeah, could be more true. Actually, in the experiment, <laughs> they discovered there were couples that were extremely passionate in their arguments, like throwing things, just yelling at each other. Da, 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 da. But that wasn't an indicator for predicting divorce or relationship failure. Yeah. Really? No. You got to watch that video. I know exactly yeah. what she's talking about. And this guy it was literally stood yeah. for an hour talking to a group of people about this stuff. Yep. Send it to me. Uh, I got to ask Easty, but I got, I'll send it. Yeah, it's, it's fa fascinating. Yeah. Really, yeah. It's fascinating. So what he will tell you is it's not about uh, how you, the fact that you're fighting, you're always going to fight. It's never going to go away. But how you deal with them, how you deal with the fights and your ability to repair so mm, what's like yeah. the biggest key for having a healthy relationship, a relationship that lasts is get good at repairing. Conflict is inevitable. So you need to get really good at fixing and dealing with conflict and repairing when things get broken because they will get broken at some point. It's funny that you say that because uh, we've had a couple on, they've been they were together for a very long time, uh, Odie and... Oh, uh, uh, Joe, Joe, Odin, Joe, and, and and one of the things that he was saying is, you know, for their secret for their success or for their marriage is forgiveness, right? You know, because he, after a couple of years, it's gonna be things, and obviously, there's everybody has their boundaries and you know whatever you have to decide for yourself. But you can't go through marriage thinking that you're never gonna upset each other, you're not gonna hurt each other. It's just it's it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through that relationship, learn to forgive, to to accept, and as long as there's progress to be made and people improve. It's important. But to say that, like, oh, I can't, you know, I'm not going to forgive my partner, you know, you're going to have a long years ahead of you if you, if you have that mentality, yep. you know, so super important. Do you want to get married? I do want to get married. That's really, no, the reason I'm asking, because you were like talking about marriage earlier and you were like very excited about it. So I, I wanted to ask you. No, I what do. What stands on it. So for a while, I was just avoidant and I didn't realize that um it was before or after the, the after 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 I think I got so close to marriage um that I when I got out of the relationship I realized like the weight that the weight of marriage and uh the decision that I was about to make uh committing my life to like, one person without having the right conversations without like just yeah it was not not like not evaluating what I needed to evaluate and so I got I think that traumatized me maybe yeah. a little bit <laughs> without yeah. me realizing um and so it was like no god no um I need to find like uh, marriage is a really really long time so I need to find like I needed I got this second opportunity to be able to choose well um I need to just things need to be perfect or the person needs to be perfect. I, I needed to break a lot of um, mental ideas or pictures in my mind that I had yeah. about marriage. Um, and so I think I was just scared. And so lo and behold, what did I attract? Emotionally unavailable yeah. guys. <laughs> and so the guys that were secure and, and wanted a relationship with me. I was like, no, 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 no. God, no, you like me too much. No. <laughs> so now in hindsight, I just don't think that um, I was ready. I needed to heal and that took time. I needed to also take a look at myself in the mirror and say, hey, what did you contribute to the relationship? What was your part to play? And what no. do you need to do differently? Or how do you need to think differently about yourself and others in order to be in a healthy relationship? 
So now I'm in a completely different place. Sure, yeah. Things change. <laughs> yeah, you know, after absolutely. After you think, you know, maybe one day you think about marriage one way and then years, you know, experience. That's, what I, uh, that's yeah. what I want to ask why. you. Has your perspective of marriage changed of like, like, like kind of like a meaning behind it or anything? Yeah, I think before I really just like the idea of marriage, like, oh my gosh, happily ever after with somebody, <laughs> yeah, like your person, everything's going to be great. You get to build a family. And now I'm kind of like, yeah, that's, awesome <laughs> it's it's gonna be great marriage is fun i've seen I, there's a bunch of wonderful couples in my life that i look up to and they have great relationships but that doesn't mean that they don't work at it mm -hmm. relationships are work so it takes it's more uh confirmed the fact that i believe that you really t need to get in a good place with yourself you don't have to be perfect like you don't have to solve all your issues but Become more self-aware. What are your blind spots? What are your areas of growth? What do you want for yourself? Like self-discovery is important. And so that's marriage is a beautiful union where it's just like it's a partnership. Like I'm going to continue to build my life and enjoy my life. But now I have a partner to do that with somebody to share that with and to build with. Not so they'll complete me, not so they'll fulfill every single one of my needs or be everything that I want them to be. Well, it's not sustainable. It's just somebody to walk with me and to share the ups and downs, somebody that I want to suffer with, you know, because life it has its ups, it has its downs. You want to choose somebody that you can suffer with, you know, that's well, not going to. Well, you, so yeah, companionship is mm -hmm. what you're looking for. But yeah. you don't need marriage to have companionship. You don't. Right. But I think that the commitment in marriage mm. is, yeah. I think, what adds to the beauty of companionship. You think uh, it's a little bit more of a, there's a higher sense of commitment if they're married. I do believe that. But. They can, they don't, they're not necessarily, right? Because if you're looking at it. Yeah, statistics. you don't need it. You don't but, need it. Because you earlier were saying about numbers, but majority of marriages end up in divorce. So you the majority. knowing this. So 50, actually. 51%. 51% <laughs> <laughs> of majority. Yeah. So actually that number has changed. Oh my it's God. flipped. Ah. I promise. Let me see those numbers, man. <laughs> He doesn't believe any what of What kind of experiments <laughs> you be running, yeah. Mary? <laughs> she makes her own. <laughs> <laughs> no, so divorce rate has actually changed. Um, okay. Now okay. people are staying together more than they're getting divorced. It's not a That's because rent's so damn high. Yeah, you have to stay together. You ain't leaving me. I can't afford it. <laughs> no, you really don't need, like, look, marriage is not going to give you everything that you want or the, the security that you want. But I do believe that there's a certain level of commitment that you do have in marriage that you don't have when you're just in a regular relationship and in, in a living, even in a living relationship. Look, I think in Florida, you live with somebody for 10 years and you're considered what's mine is yours, baby. Like, you might as well be married because <laughs> yeah, yeah. legally, I think it is like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it is like that, yeah. But it's a lot harder. There's, there's, more weight on the relationship but it, that's why i say there's a there's a bigger level of commitment because it's harder you'll be more uh moved to try to work things out when you've committed legally like in marriage but do you want but that but again it's like almost like like I, like you're like okay i have to try harder because we're legally married and if i but like, like don't you want that commitment isn't does it, wouldn't it mean more of having that commitment without legally being married? Because well, this person really wants to try and make this work without than, without actually having to have like an invisible gun to the back of their head. 
Did you just compare marriage to, <laughs> to no, an invisible no. gun to the back of the head? Oh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that was a little bit of a okay, that's, person. So that's one way to look at it. Or you can also look at, hey, I've decided in front of God and our families and yeah. others to choose you for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And that here's me signing that commitment. And you don't get that when you're in, a, I mean, you can, by all means, you can say you could be in a, in just a regular partnership where yeah. you're like, hey, I've decided like you're it for me. You don't really, at the end of the day, you don't need to, if you don't value signing it off, uh, making it legal, okay, you're not, it's about what you value. It goes back sure, to your value sure, system. Sure, sure. Yeah. But if you value the legal aspect of it, like the ceremony aspect of it, I, understand. I think it could be. Really beautiful the and business I think it's side different. Because it. you could do the ceremony, you could do everything. All you, you know, and at the end, you just don't turn in that le- that marriage certificate. Uh, to well, I wonder. What do you think I about that? I would wonder, like, okay, <laughs> what's the difference? Like, why exactly? Why does that does that scare you? Is it the paper? Is it the? I think it's a fact. So the reason, you know, like I, I, build, I think I, w- I want to get married. Yeah, I will be say this. So there's like a tiny seed of doubt that has kind of. Uh, Placed itself over the past months and stuff like that. I've spoken to a lot of people who are married. Yeah. It's either very good or very bad. <laughs> so, and a lot of people are like, yo, don't get married. And then but there's I also some people too. that they absolutely love it. It's more of a smaller percentage based on the people that I've spoken to. Obviously, yeah. I haven't spoken to everybody. Yeah, you, know, you got to run your own data. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me run my own data. I'll come back to you guys. <laughs> but uh, there's some people like, man, like you get married and if things don't work out, whatever, they leave and they take half your shit, take half your shit or whatever. For the men, the majority of the times, there's no really no up t- upside to it. And then they, get, then they say, well, yeah, if you get married, scientifically, you know, men who are married, they live longer. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What a yeah. dumbass statistic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that true? It's true. Maybe yeah. the same people who took that statistic. Uh, That's because the wife doesn't let him do shit. Yeah. The guy's in his house doing nothing all day long. That's probably why. A single man wants to do adventurous shit. Exactly. And, and go to Tulum and fuck bitches. <laughs> and then die. <laughs> die. Um, so, so, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people and, some, oh, and a lot of people like, what's the pro? Like, why would a man want to get married? Like, what are the benefits of it? And realistically, I mean, think about it. What are really the pros for men to get married? I mean, there's, I, I don't know of a lot, you know? And so <laughs> it, it, is, it seems to be more of a risk, you know, if things don't go, if things go south for the man than for the woman. Because if, you know, they end up in a divorce, yeah. fuck, the, you know, the guys, guys, you know, getting screwed a lot of times, right? Yeah. And I've spoken to a lot of people and that's how they feel. And so. I think people look that's for where a false sense of security sure. and they don't realize it and they think that marriage will give that to them and so if I get married then that means like oh I'm, I really am going to be with this person for the rest of my life and this person is not going to mess me up and they're not going to screw me over um, and I think that's unrealistic an unrealistic yeah. expectation of another person like you have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow and everybody wonders like how do I have a healthy relationship that lasts a lifetime or how does marriage like really work? And I've come to realize like it's a decision that you make day in, day out, whether you sign a paper or not. Um, And it goes like to the sense of doubt it, that I think the root of that would be a fear. Like if it does. Oh yeah, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of that. I'm (laughs) terrified. You? Right. 
I am scared. Yeah, scared of what? Scared of what? I'm scared of marriage. I'm scared of spending the rest of my life with one person, and then like like, and it doesn't take away from the person that I'm with. And right. I've does your girl know this? Yeah, I told her that. And what did she say? Well, I mean, what do you mean? You don't want to be with me first? No, it's not even that. It's just not at all that, that, that. Like I love her. I love being with her. But forever is a long time, yeah. and there it is a little bit scary to think about that. Yeah. So, well, what's the alternative then? I mean, I don't know. The alternative is not to be together, but I want to be with her. You know, but not forever. I've, That's scary too. Forever is forever. Forever is long forever. time. Forever is. But you don't know what forever is. That's Your forever can be t- tomorrow. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. Know. I, you know, like you have to take it day by day because you don't know what's gonna happen in ten years. You don't know what's gonna happen in twenty years. You know what's gonna happen tomorrow, bro. You know what happens tomorrow. So, is the person that you're with? Is, is this person making you happy? Does this fulfill your life? The things that you do. If the answer is yes, great, keep going. The answer, one day the answer is no, then I guess that you don't. And the but. answer could be no one day, but that's. And this is where I think that marks the difference. Like, just because you're married doesn't mean that you're not going to go through exactly that. Like, you're going to grow. And the person that you are today, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, that's might not be the man that you are then. And a part of that, part of the process of marriage and your relationship is continually getting to know one another where you're at. Oh, today we're, it's just us. Tomorrow we have a family. Then our kids grow. Where are you? Who are you when you're 40? You're going to continue changing. You're going to continue evolving. And you're going to continue getting to know who you are. And having a partner who's going to walk with you through that, that's not easy. No, yeah, And nothing yeah. is guaranteed. So whether you want to sign a paper or not, you have to choose whether what you're going to feed into your personal fears or faith and intentionality. I'm going to work with what I've got today. I can't think about what going to happen in 40 years but i've got today and i can choose what i'm going to do with today and today i choose you and we're yeah. going to continue to do that and tomorrow we're going to do it again yeah stressing about shit that ain't right. even happened yet no no everywhere right. ain't not even happened but it's real those are yeah. real fears like no i get it scary. get over it be a man <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, 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 it's funny because i had the same uh i have had this similar very similar conversation with my therapist as well do I have to pay you for this right now? It's free. It's free? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to stop paying you. Hey, this, is a good, this is a good session. Uh, no, but yeah, no, uh, that's just something. And I wanted to talk to you about it because, you know, in terms of the marriage, what you think. And I always like to talk to you know, different people and, and have these discussions because it's important. Because there's some people who say, well, I want to get married. Well, why? Well, because my parents got married. You know, we've talked about that. Aren't you supposed to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I have to. <laughs> and we've people, been together for two years. Yeah, that's not what exactly. you're supposed to do. You know, my, all my friends did it. So, I, you know, I got to do it yeah. too. Yeah, I can't be the only one that's not married. Exactly. God forbid. So I think there's, <laughs> I think there's something, you know, some people get, get married for the wrong reasons. Absolutely. And there's a lot of power in your why. And your why... There's, you should think about your why in every aspects of life, not just like marriage. Like, why do you do what you do? Why do you, if you're not fulfilled on your, by yourself, no one's going to do that for you at all. Don't expect marriage. Marriage is just a band aid for (laughs) a bazillion other issues that you could be packing. And that's not going to fix it. All it, if you've got problems, all marriage is going to do is put a ring on your problems. That's it. Well, you know what they say, when you're going through problems in marriage, the best solution is to have a baby. <laughs> oh my God. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but but that's what happens. Oh, we're going to have a baby. It's going to get... Yeah, yeah a baby will... Cheap ass. Gagging. What's gagging? Danish. Is it really? Is it really, yeah. Okay. Thank Anyways. You. Yeah, no, um, that's the worst thing. Of, oh, kids. we have problems. Let's bring a child to this world. That'll solve the problem. It's the worst thing. Yeah. You want kids? 
I do want kids. Oh yeah. You wouldn't want kids? I do want kids. Yeah. How many kids do you want? I think I want kids. You think you want I kids? I think Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You don't even want to be with her. <laughs> I don't want to be with her. Yeah. No. Call man. her right now. Tell her you want to be with her forever. <laughs> uh, uh, I tell her all the time. But uh, so I work at a restaurant. I was, you know, I work at a restaurant and I see some of these kids and I'm like, fuck ass kids, dude. They're <laughs> terrible. Some oh, like kid, little brats. And yeah, stuff. like little brats. So it's like, oh, you see some of these kids and I'm like, oh shit, do I really want kids? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tricky. Oh, you want kids? Oh yeah, I would like kids. I win. By when? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> you I want kids, but when? I don't know. I ask her that question. Exactly. When I, when I can afford them. How's that? Yeah, that's what I said. Whenever, whenever that is. You know what's really good, though? That you're talking to Claudia about that. You know, that's important. It's one thing to have these fears and just keep them to yourself and just kind of keep on going. True. Keep on committing. Keep on being in this relationship. And her not knowing that you have these doubts. And her not knowing. So, for sure, uh, <laughs> if... if <laughs> <laughs> she wants she knows she wants kids she knows she wants to get married if I those are non-negotiables for her so right. if I were to say hey listen I don't want to get married I don't want to have kids the relationship will be over yeah. there's no doubt and is that what it is? oh 100% yeah it will be over so um, even though is there a deadline? oh then you finish finish, finish. yeah yeah <laughs> I mean for a woman there's always a deadline right? there has to be biologically and like, and I, I told her like, freeze your eggs oh, oh my god yeah, I told her because I don't because I told her literally if I am not in a position to have children, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to be put in a position where I cannot afford to have kids and I'm struggling and I'm working two or three jobs and I'm never fucking home and I hate my life and I resent. You know, that stuff really happens. I've seen it. You know, people who we have, we have people that we know that don't have time to be fathers because they have to work two jobs or on the jobs. other side that they lo they dropped everything just to be a father yeah. and they right. stop chasing oh, yeah. their dreams or trying to do whatever they found fulfilling. Yeah. Because if I have to give up this to be a father, then I don't want this. Fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or to bring, be, the, bring the kid here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then that I don't want that. I don't want to lose what I love doing, whether it's my writing, the podcast, everything. I don't want to lose who I am to be a father, yeah. to be to be a husband. I don't want that. Now, do I have to give that up? I mean, I, the goal is to not. Obviously, why do I have to give one or the other up? But you know, I'm not where I want to be financially in my career, in my path. I mean, I'll be almost 30, but I'm far from where I want to be. Although I'm getting closer, but I'm not there yet. Um, so in terms of like, yeah, I want to get married. I want to have kids. But on on my... What is the word? On your terms? On, yeah. Not on Claudia's terms. Ideally, there's to be terms. like a middle ground. But it's but she did. Yeah, she's giving me like a deadline. Yeah. I think Somewhat, it's, it's... Unofficially. It's safer... On my terms, because I want to make sure that it looks the way that I think that it should look, or because that's safe, right? Uh, it's what I feel that I can control, even though you really can't control yeah. these things. You have one thing one day, and you could lose it all the next day, and you really have no control. We think that we have a lot more control than we actually really do. You're right. But I love that you're talking about this because, as a guy, I think that. You guys think about these things. Oh, non vocalize <laughs> them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, uh, but like women, they're not thinking about where you're at, like financially, stability, career, what I want my like life to look like. But, but your fears are different from her fears. I'm thinking logically. I'm thinking exactly. like, where is the kid? Who's going to take care of the exactly. kid? Exactly. Where, right. you know, where finances, the monies, retirement, mm -hmm. college. Like, I'm thinking that. I'm thinking 20 years ahead. Exactly. Uh, which is, not always perfect. It's not always good, right? Because you, you know, you have to think what's right in front of you. And I get that. No, I, I, 
not that <laughs> not right. that you're wrong but i disagree it's not it's not that it's not good i think it's really good i there has to be somebody that thinks logically and you're that person right. thinking about those things and that's fine it's just how you go about them don't let them consume you yeah with like mm. it, there's a term in spanish like no te ahogues en un vaso de agua don't drown in a cup of water oh, okay that's actually a good way yeah of, uh, like the fears are not necessarily gonna go away yeah sometimes you just have to do things afraid i'm not saying go get married tomorrow no no, no. Be tomorrow <laughs> you know but <laughs> you're gonna be there with a gun. <laughs> Imaginary gun behind your head. <laughs> Has to be a real gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, you have to take things sometimes as they come. So continue to build towards your future. Continue to have those open conversations with yeah. her. But don't let this consume you and stop you. Internal screaming. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I think that's something that I, you said you were talking to your therapist about this. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like individual stuff. Like, yeah, or, of course. <laughs> Definitely. <okay. laughs> she can't be there. <laughs> no, so that's good. Oh, yeah. So this is how you you deal with it, you know? And that's, No, I, I talk I talk to my therapist about it. He's here spoken to. Yeah. I'm, 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 I try to be as transparent and honest as I can. And I'm not saying anything, you know, like, I'm, I'm, that's just how I feel. And, I, and I've always, I, I like to be honest. You like yeah. to be transparent. But yeah, like marriage is scary, you know? And so I'm, it's, I get it. Cause for her, it hurts like, oh, you know, I want, I need to have, you know, I want to have kids, it's, you know, within the next three years. She's you could do that 30. without being married. Without being married. She wouldn't, she wouldn't want to have kids without being married. No way. And now at the same time, I also kind of, I don't oh, want to. You want more little baby Schultz. Yeah. Like I, 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 I like the unity of the marriage. And so I'm, I, I kind of challenge you a little bit on the marriage, but I wanted to kind of hear your thoughts. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I don't. No, no, no. On theory, kind of like the idea of marriage yeah. to a certain degree. However, um, for her, it's like, you know, we have to be married. So and get, have kids, you know, because her internal clock as a woman, maybe right. you can kind of understand from that, that yeah. perspective, perspective as well. But for me, I'm like, yo, I can have kids of 37, 38. I don't give a shit. But for her, obviously, she's like, hey, listen, after 33, like, that's it. Like, it has to happen. So for me, obviously, it's still three years well, away. Even also on her side, like, so there's some on your side that it's just like, don't get consumed by your fears. Don't let them take yeah. over. Like, don't let that stop you from doing things in your life. But then for her also breaking away from culture, culture tells you, oh, a woman... <laughs> as the day goes by your eggs are dying you know you yeah she says that every day she's like oh my eggs are dying I'm a babe relax dude I mean, yeah. I'm but that's 29. also something like yeah. social media culture will tell you oh you need to have you're getting older you're over 30 you need to have kids and sometimes I mean you don't even know if you can have kids you haven't gotten there yet and that's a hard reality to face but sometimes you have to think about these things you have to take your mind there so you can stop freaking out and stop with the clock and the timeline because that's going to rob you of contentment now and your present. And I understand having a timeline and I'm, I'm a woman too. Yeah. You, know? you understand but than anybody else. I don't move away from that mentality. I will drive myself insane and I will be so consumed with it needs to happen by then. It needs to be this way that I don't leave room for anything Really just got to surprise me or just like things to happen in life for the beauty of life. Yeah. You know, you don't know if you're going to have kids by 33 and you need to be okay with that. 
because you are going to be okay. You are okay right now. You don't even know if you're going to make it till 33. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if you think about it. So it's, it's yeah, you're right. So, so I think I, there's there's stuff on both ends. Like respect, yeah. as a woman, you need to pull back with the timeline because you're also, there's another person involved and you're a guy and you're thinking about your own things and how are you going to provide for a family? How's your, how's this going to work? Yeah. You know, I think about a hundred different things. Exactly. You know? <laughs> It's 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 it could be overwhelming sometimes. It's scary too. And I mean, I don't know if you feel that. I feel like you don't give a shit. But <laughs> I, for me, my mind is fucking racing. And so you can you you're a hundred percent right. And I appreciate your insight. And uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> if something goes wrong with the relationship, this is not gonna age very well. <laughs> uh, however, no, no, I, I thought it was, I think I think this was great and helpful because there's a lot of people who are in this kind of similar situation. Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah, we're, we're running out of time. Yeah, I'm, oh man, you know, we, we definitely have to have you back. And there's so much more we can kind of discuss. But um, Yeah, we can circle back with you in a, in a couple months once we have the studio. Yeah. You guys are having your own studio? Uh, uh, somewhat. Because I'm, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm moving and there's going to be an extra spare room. So we're going to make it nice. And That's awesome. We're going to try. That's the idea to have yeah. something in-house. So we can have more control over like yeah. the time. Because like, right now yeah. we're like, oh, yeah. You we have know, to go. We have to pay we for it. We booked this. it. We have to pay for yeah. it. So we got to make sure. Which isn't bad. It's pretty awesome. You know, they kind of come with everything. But yeah. just the flexibility and the, the right. availability. Mm -hmm. That's what we'd like to. And if, we, if we're able to do it, why not? Yeah. No, absolutely. I think it's great. I think you guys have such a great thing going Thank on. You, yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. We're growing. We're growing. Little by little, it's been a journey. But uh, the goal is to help people, to bring people on like yeah. you, who can educate people who know a lot less than, less than you, so people like us. So, you know, we appreciate <laughs> you coming on and giving your insight and and your expertise, you know, because you're a professional. And that's kind of the goal, you know, the audience really enjoys Getting that perspective from you know, people who may, hey, me, maybe I want to go to therapy, but I just haven't had the chance or I don't feel comfortable. People like you can open up that dialogue to yeah. kind of take that step. Like so said, maybe sell yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's uh, time to break up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's time to, to end the show. Um, we usually end it with the final thoughts. Essentially, it's either something you'd like to say um, to your younger self, maybe something you're very passionate about that you believe in, or maybe a message you want to share with the world, whatever that may be. Um, it could be for you. It could be maybe something within, you know, what it is that you're doing. Like, what's something that's so important that you wish people could just get? Hey, it's this, guys. That could be yours. Take your time. Don't worry about it. And then at the end, you can um, sell yourself. You know, sell your IG, your website, and everything. So, uh, we'll put everything in there. And then we'll probably, we'll plug everything underneath your face. Okay. I think what I want, like, my one thing is, um, I think I really liked that point of stop looking for the right person and start becoming the right person um and sell myself well <laughs> marianrevota.com i'm taking on clients so if you're looking for a therapist uh individual couples family if you know somebody that's interested in getting therapy or even coaching um my ig is flourish with marianne at flourish with marianne um and yeah feel free to email me contact me all my contact information is on there so thank you so much guys thank you so much it was nice. Happy. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. You got a nice little free free <laughs> I had a little session. I might have to uh, pay for this. <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah. Appreciate so with that being said, yeah, Mary, thank you so much for coming on and you were great. Educating the world, educating Marvin educating a little me. bit. Yeah, the imaginary gun in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Marriage. <laughs> Death. <laughs> it's Marvin with a, me, me behind him with a gun. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much thank for you. watching. If you're this far, we're on Patreon. We love you for, for supporting us. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. Like, subscribe. Uh, share. 
whatever, dude. Thank you so much for your <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for the We support. love you guys. Thank you so much. Marion, thank so, you. Thank you guys. Later. Bye. <laughs>